Yeah, you know, they only have eight offensive linemen. Yeah. And normally you like to keep nine. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they go find another big guy uh, running back. Tight end. Welcome to Jaguars Reporters, presented by TIAA Bank, with Brian Sexton, John Osher, Ashlyn Sullivan, and J.P. Shadrick. Jaguars Reporters, presented by TIAA Bank, starts right now. Welcome into Jaguars Reporters. Today is Tuesday, August 31st. Our reaction to the Jaguars roster cuts, the roster from 80 down to 53. J.P. Shadrick with Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, Brian Sexton, and we're recording this podcast right after Urban Meyer spoke with the reaction to the cuts today. And the thing that stood out to me is there's still some concerns for him in a couple of position groups. Wide receivers, only five left. They've got a couple guys dinged up there. Three running backs on the roster. And John, it feels like he's still looking for some speed. He is. Um, I anticipate this, and I don't want to throw water on the podcast, but I anticipate a lot of the frenzy right now being so much to do about nothing because I think a lot of the guys who got cut will wind up still being around. I think Philip Dorsett, uh, one of the running backs. I mean, I don't. they kept some defensive guys because they needed some depth issue there and cut some offensive guys they didn't want to keep. With 16 guys coming back in the practice squad, I still think this is more of a 69-man man roster than a 53-man roster. Brian, say something to make this a little more dramatic. I don't think I can. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't think I can. I, I, the, the one thing I did notice was you really have three receivers. I mean, Taven Austin, we don't know what his role is, and Jamal Agnew is your return guy. Mm-hmm. So when he says he has concern there, it's because, well, yeah, I mean, you've got three guys you really game plan with. Um, I, it wasn't a lot of drama to me. Right. I, I, I thought maybe Laquan Treadwell would make it. I thought maybe Devin Smith would make it. But then he told you, by the way, Devin's had two ACLs as an older guy. If he's on the active roster on opening day, you owe him a year's worth of salary. Mm -hmm. But if you wait and bring him back in two weeks, then he's week to week. I mean, there are a lot of considerations that go into putting a roster together today. And it's not all he was better than him. Yeah, I think it was funny when he was talking about every single guy that was waived or released or whatever. It was, okay, well, well, we have a plan for him and, and he might come back. Mm-hmm. And it seems like truly you're going to see a ton of these guys on the practice squad. I think we all agree that it wasn't that big of a deal knowing that the practice squad is going to be finalized tomorrow afternoon. But I do expect that you'll see a lot of receivers on that practice squad because y- you have to. Yeah, I think they'll see a lot of receivers and Unlike past years where the practice squad, not last year, but before that, where the practice squad was a developmental squad, yeah. the reality is it's it's a squad that they pull guys up from uh, pretty commonly now. Uh, I would anticipate right now the, the receivers are at five. Once the practice squad is set, I anticipate that being seven or eight. Well, you know, the theme of special teams also rings through this. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, oh, told, no yeah. he told us that Rudy Ford was the best kickoff coverage gunner he had had seen in his coaching career and and he praised extensively Andrew Wingert for what he had done on special teams so here you've got a couple of guys now in the defensive backfield that you might not have on the roster although he did say Rudy Ford had played well in his time on the field but these guys are all Trey Herndon's a special teams guy Chris Claybrooks is a special teams guy Sidney Jones never stood out as a special teams guy never by the way neither did Quincy Williams, who was released, and yet all we saw from Shaq Quarterman and Chappelle Russell were special teams, special teams, special teams. Right. Mm-hmm. So the underlying theme, if there's anything that you follow through this that didn't, you know, that didn't 
didn't surprise you. It's that special teams was a st- huge consideration. Yeah. A couple of things stood out, Ashley, I, I, I'm sorry. Um, they did release, and again, they may be back, but it, it shows you they're not at the top of the roster. Three draft picks from last year today. Uh, Jake Luton, Colin Johnson, and uh, I'm drawing a blank on the Tyler third. Davis. Right. Tyler Davis. So, you know, yes, these guys will be back, but major roster churn also mm-hmm. released Quincy Williams. Uh, I think it was 11 guys released today that played on last year's roster. That's not uncommon, but I think last year it was closer to five or six. So, as you would expect with a new coach, yes, these guys will be back, but the roster churn is real. Be interested to see if Luton makes it through. I mean, you talk about yeah. a big, strong-armed, young quarterback. There are probably teams that are looking at him and thinking, let's try to develop him. And a guy we have mentioned, uh, Jalen Camp released. Yeah. I would anticipate him being practice squad. Uh, so, all of a sudden, you're talking three or four practice squad guys. Uh, that would be an unusually high number. But I think the fact that this is so fluid yeah. and that you're keeping a lot of defensive guys for injuries, some numbers may be a little different than usual on the practice squad, Shalane. Mm-hmm. I'm curious as well with safety. Jared Wilson. I don't, I don't want to say it was a surprise, but just seeing his name on that list, is, it's kind of strange. With well, the, 30 starts in the yeah. last, yeah. what, five years. Uh, he was one of four guys left from the 2017 roster. Yeah. It Solid was, special teams guy. I think but, the reality, too, though, guys, is you know this is – Still a developing roster, but it's not the league's best roster yet. No. So I think some of these guys who are released, they assume will still be around to be retained. Um, you know, and that's the reality of the Jaguars right now. Wilson came to the Jaguars as an undrafted rookie free agent. I mean, that's just the lifestyle. It, 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 they don't build the defense around him. They're constantly trying to replace a guy that they found as an undrafted rookie free agent. And they drafted Cisco this year. Mm-hmm. That happens. It does. One thing I thought we probably knew, but that Urban said very specifically, uh, in the discussions today, we're vaccinated, unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. And yes, that, that you was know, notable. That's yeah. NFL reality, but uh, it's reality. It went into the decision process, you said. I mean, you can't blame them. Look at the rules. Look at the difference. Look at the toll it takes on a team. It, mm-hmm. it has to be a factor. And he even came out, and somebody asked him about Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and I, he said, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but he never had COVID, and right. he's got to sit out for 10 days. Right. So there you go. So it's real. Mm-hmm. It's, a big, it's a big concern. But let's be honest, you're not, you're not going to cut a great player. Well, you're not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. No, you're, but it'd be better if he was not out for 10 point days. The point was how it was the bottom of the roster. Yeah. The yeah. bubble guys – you have to be vaccinated. Right. In right. My eyes. You're going to the, the, the storyline there. Well, his point was, obviously not going to cut Josh Allen, but it's so punitive that if you have to have a guy out two weeks, yes, you'll hold on to Josh Allen, but if it's bottom of the roster guy, right. then all of a sudden that becomes, can we really afford to wait on this for two weeks with a guy who's who uh, we're juggling at the bottom? Mm-hmm. The answer is probably no. Mm-hmm. One final question here before we wrap this up today. A short edition of Jaguars Reporters. How many waiver claims do they make in this cycle, you think? Shalane, what are you thinking off the top of your head? I would think the positions that he addressed that are big areas of need, wide receiver, running back, I would think absolutely those two. Mm-hmm. And being number one, I think there will be a lot of movement. Six or seven. That's, yeah. a, lot. That's a healthy number. Yeah. yeah, you know, they only have eight offensive linemen. Yeah, And normally you like to keep nine. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they go find another big guy uh, running back. Tight end, he's, he, he, he point that. blank said that yeah. was a spot that they would probably look at. And um, while I think you've got a couple of 
nice linebackers. You, if there's someone out there that can really provide something on special teams, you're probably looking there too. That's a lot of turnover coming in the next day. I'll say so. four. A lot you're of headlines. Four. I'm going to go five just to make it spicy. Okay. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> Are you going to take three or seven? I'll take, uh, I'll take three, uh, four. I'll take four. How about that? You're with me then. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of, a lot of churning to go in the, the days ahead. It's, I think noon tomorrow is when uh, you can start building the practice squad. He said one o'clock. Uh, but the waiver process goes at noon tomorrow. So number one choice for the first three weeks of the regular season. There you have it, our reaction to the initial roster cut down from 80 to 53. For Brian Sexton, John Ozier, Ashlyn Sullivan, and our producer Joe Fortunato, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next time on Jaguars Reporters.